You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah, wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace be upon you, the mercy of Allah and His blessings on this fourth night of Rajab of 1445. We commence with the Islamic economic indicators for today. The Zakat Nisab is 8,500 rands. The Mahara Fatimi is 21,400 rands. And the Mahar is 450 rands. A very warm welcome to esteemed as well as to the directors and the sound engineers of the various radio stations and indeed the esteemed listener Marka Sahaba online voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah simulcast on Sirius FM in the East Rand as well as on Radio Al Ansar. Well, do remember the number for you to send in your, S- your WhatsApp messages uh, that's as long as you're in South Africa is on 0847863132. You're out of South Africa, it's plus 27847863132. We commence by welcoming Mufti Saib onto the program. Mufti Saib, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and Jazakallah khairan for joining us this evening for the QA program. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum afizwadi, Jazakallahu khairan. I mean, Mufti Sahib, we kindly request Mufti Sahib to commence uh, the program with some world news updates. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-Kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We welcome the listeners of Radio Al Ansar International, Sirius FM, and the listeners of Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. These are the breaking news for today. The Yedot Arnanot Hebrew newspaper Israel states, and this is 15 January. The Israeli army estimates that majority of the Hamas fighters and leaders in Gaza are alive after 100 days of war. Breaking, this is on Megatron. The two Navy SEALs that are missing in the Gulf of Aden were allegedly attempting to board a ship carrying weapons from Iran to Yemen. Most likely the operation was exposed and the two Navy SEALs were eliminated by the Iranian Yemeni guards. Alhamdulillah, we say very good. Whenever a Jutla, American, enemy, British, France, French, they sent to hell, we must say Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And thereafter, we got again news here, Israeli massacres. A group of entrepreneurs and activists I know well have created the following website to shine light on Israeli massacres. So anyway, this is Israel and then hyphen massacres.com. You can go there. Goods Network. This is now today. Breaking, the Israeli military announces the withdrawal of Unit 36 from Gaza with only Units 99, 162, and 98 remaining in Gaza. They're getting a good threshing and a good whooping, and so many of their soldiers are being dispatched to hell, hence they are getting out. And let me give you one more news. Remember that he, Benjamin Netanyahu, the crime minister and war criminal, and his gallant, his 
his minister are not on speaking terms. That you can ask Lapid, the one of the opposition. So what Quran teaches us always 100% the truth. They are a cursed nation. Chapter 59, verse 14. Tahsabuhum jami'a wa shatta. You think they are united, but their hearts are totally fragmented. Why? Zalika bi'annahum qawmul la yaqilun. Listen to this news. In fact, I was just looking at the Haaretz newspaper before I came down. One Israeli woman killed, 17 others wounded in stabbing, car ramming in central Israel. We say, Allah Akbar, Alhamdulillah, very, very good. And then another news of today, January 15, Al-Quds Network, News Network, Israeli Haaretz reported Israeli military killed an Israeli soldier. You heard? correct. Israeli Haaretz reports that the Israeli military killed an Israeli soldier, very good, who was fighting in Gaza while he was approaching the separation fence, the apartheid fence, between Gaza and the occupied land because they thought he was a Palestinian. So the Jutla sent other Jutla straight to hell. Yeah, they give you more details. Withdrawal of the 36th Division from the Gaza, which includes the Golani Brigade, the 7th Brigade, the 100 88 Brigade, the 6th Brigade, and the Engineering Corps. And remember three more other items that you know that, yeah, in South Africa, the ANC had their birthday bash, their 112th birthday, and they snubbed the Jewish Board of Deputies. Well done, ANC. Why must you invite such haramis and such supporters of terrorists and so forth? And then Shabir Sheikh is going to join, is going to shake up MK and Zuma's party, that Shabir Sheikh, and they say that he will bring in more voters from the Indian community and then remember that Israel and you must remember McDonald's they have very close ties so what these Haramis did you must remember they took a photo of people queuing up at McDonald's there in Medina Munawara and they trying to tell the Muslim and Arab world no you must keep on buying McDonald's you Muslims if you got Iman if you got true Iman and and self-respect and self-esteem. All these are haram. I told you this 10 years ago. Where your McDonald's is haram, your KFC is haram, that halal logos are not worth the paper on which is written, even if it's Muslim-owned, is haram. And the Starbucks lost billions, and now they changed their name to Vista Coffee. So you must boycott them all. That was the words of Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi, make muqata'a. Boycott them, hit them, hit the Americans and the Jutlas and the Zionists where it hurts them the most. And wonderful announcement we got tonight. Our Mona Musa Laher has joined the team of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah wal Jama'a. Inshallah, this week, Thursday night, 8 to 9, will be his program with the kiddies and the shining stars starting Thursday night, Laylatul Jumu'ah. Allah Jalla Wala grant Mona Musa Laher alone. Long, long stay with Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. Ameen. Mufti Sahib, what are the virtues of reciting the ending ayat of Surah Al-Baqarah from Ayah 285 and 286 for Amman al-Rasulu? And also, when were these ayats revealed? 
When Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam went for his miraculous nocturnal journey which we call Isra and Mi'raj, the journey from Makkah Mukarramah to Majlul Aqsa, chapter 17, verse 1, Surah Bani Israel, the beginning of the 15 Jews, the 15 Supara, Subhanallah, Asra Abdihi. Then the Master, Alayhi Salatu Salam, meeting the prophets and messengers and leading them in Salat, so all that happened in Majlul Aqsa, the only place here in this world, at one time, at one place, all the prophets and messengers, alayhi salatu salam, met. And thereafter we see that Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa Mi'raj Mubarak took place, the ascension, and go open chapter 53, Surah wa Najmi, the star, and verses 1 to 18, all Allah speaks about this miraculous nocturnal journey. And remember in Mustadrak Hakim it is mentioned that you, the Ummah, you must teach your children all this year, the last two verses, 285 to 86. And in Muslim Sharif it is mentioned that this was one of the three gifts given to the Master, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, on the occasion of Mi'raj, one, the five daily Salat, second one, the last two verses of Surah Baqarah, Aman and the third one Bisharat and Bushra and glad tidings and good news for that person who passes away with Iman and Islam and never committed Kufr and Shirk remember that meaning in the last moments of his life then for him will be Jannat al-Firdaus and therefore we should learn it we should read it and the last line is so powerful and especially nowadays Wa'afu anna Allah forgive us for our past, our vices, our sins. Current and present, waqfillana, oh beloved Allah, makes a tari, cover and conceal our vices, our sins here in this world, in the year after. Warhamna, for the future, envelope us, encompass us in your special, special mercy. Anta maulana, you are our protector. Fansurna, alal qawmil kafirin. Ya Allah, you assist us against the people who are the disbelievers. And in this context, you can aid also. Fansurna al-Qawmil Yahudi Zalimin. Fansurna al-Yahudi Zalimin. Ya Allah, help us, assist us against the Zionists, the apartheid, and the Jewish regime that are murdering and massacring our people. Allah Jalla decimate and annihilate them with His grace and mercy. Mufti Sahib, with the most recent rains, heavy rains, there has been lots of flooding and lots of damages. And Mufti Sahib, on that note, earlier today I was speaking to our very own Qari Naeem Sheikh Sahib, who always recites the Qira'ah at the various programs. And his uh, residence has also been damaged, Mufti Sahib, for many, many years with the heavy rains. Mufti Sahib? Allah Jalla wala make it easy for all the people who are affected by the rain, by the cyclone day in the reunion in Mauritius and yea in the north coast, whether it be Vellum, whether it be, you understand, Tongat, whether it be Umslanga and so forth and so on. Regarding rain, we as Muslims believe in the following. Allah calls rain and every droplet of rain remember a mercy. 
So it is a manifestation of the mercy of all Allah, and therefore we should remember these five du'as and supplications. Remember that all Allah calling rain is mercy. Go see Surah to Shura, chapter 42 and verse 28. Chapter 42, verse 28. Let us take it step by step. Now it's raining. Yeah, alhamdulillah. It's wonderful, beautiful, magnificent weather. We say, Allahumma laka shukur kullu, wa laka alhamdu kullu. Almighty Allah, all great, all praise, all thanks, gratitude is for you alone. All praise is for you alone. Ya Rabbi, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Now, whilst it's raining, so read, Allahumma swayyiban wataswad, swayyiban nafi'ah, O Almighty Allah, make it beneficial rain, not destructive rain. People's homes, people's premises, people's crops, harvest, cattle get destroyed and damaged. Two, it's rained and now it's finished, it's stopped. Mutirna bifadlillahi wa rahmatihi. It rained upon us with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla All these ahadith you will find in Bukhari Sharif, Muslim Sharif, Mishkat, Mustad Ahmed. Third one, if there's too much rain, like what's happening now in Mauritius reunion, there's cyclone there and so many damage there and so forth. So one of our avid listeners from Mauritius sent me the videos of the flood and the damages and so forth. So when there's too much rain and Bulughul Maram, Mishkat, all of the hadith, Allahumma hawalaina wala alayna. Allahumma hawalaina wala alayna. You can see it's overcast. Anytime it's going to rain, now it starts drizzling, it starts raining, and you are outside or inside also, then just take your fingers, take your hand outside and let few droplets fall on your hand, on your fingers and so forth. And read this dua, Hadithu Ahadin Birabbi Ya Allah, this is the latest bounty from my beloved Allah. Hadith Muslim Sharif. Hadithu Ahadin Birabbi Today you have oil, you have this, you have that, you have to take it to the refinery and then so many other processes. Direct from Almighty Allah's mercy, Allah sends us rain from the clouds and same time we can use it. وَأَنزَلْنَا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً Tahura is mubalagha, is hyperbole. You never understood the word hyperbole, mubalagha, an intensive form. Tahirun wa mutahirun. Itself is pure and clean and cleanses and purifies everything else as well. So kudrat ka karishma, the manifestation of the power of all Allah jalla And some places they don't have rain at all. One, two, three, four, five years, Allah forbid. Then what must you read? Read Allah. Allahumma aghithna Allahumma aghithna Oh Allah send your rain upon us where the people are suffering from famine and drought Allahumma aghithna an abundant istighfar istaghfiru rabbakum innahu kan
Qur'an Ghaffara. The Qur'an Sharif states, remember in chapter 71, Surah Nu, verses 10, 11, 12, Yursili samalikum midrara. What Allah says, innahu kana ghaffara. He is of forgiving, very forgiving, and He sends the rain, beneficial rain. So these five duas, remember, give out sadaqah. You lost so much, but Allah puts us to trial and test. Ya Allah, we accept it, we are Muslims. Wal qadri khayrihi wa sharrihi min Allahi ta'ala. Good, bad, happy, sad, all comes from all. Maitallah, Karina, Imsab. Allah, Jalla, Wala, Aapku, Sihat, Afiyat, Naseeb, Farmai, Aapku, Aapke, Khandan, Or, Khanaku. To Allah, Tala, grant all of you safety, comfort, and protection. So give out one rain, two rain, five rain, and say, Ya Allah, maybe our house is damaged, our cars, our furniture is damaged, but our Iman has increased. And for your love, we give this one rain, five rain, fifty rain, hundred then so then you'll see how Allah changes the unfavorable conditions to favorable conditions when conditions are good like us alhamdulillah we say alhamdulillah and when conditions are not so good unfavorable like in all these areas which I mentioned then read Tirmidhi Sharif's hadith alhamdulillah ala kulli hal alhamdulillah ala kulli hal we still praise almighty Allah as in all cases and circumstances. Mufti Sahib, coming to the dua for the month of Rajab and Shaban, how is this dua read? Allahumma barikana fi Rajab, Rajabin, Rajabah. How is the correct way to read this, Mufti Sahib? Remember, first thing is this, that this dua, Allahumma barikana fi Rajab wa Shaban, wa balligana Ramadan, the hadith is mentioned in Mishkat Sharif, and remember the hadith is mentioned in Behaki. From a hadith point of view, and Muhaddisin, they classify this hadith as Dwaif, as a weak hadith. But in Fadail and virtues, we, the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we accept it, the giants of Islam. You must remember Imam Bukhari, Rahimullah, wrote the whole book called Al Adabul Mufrad. And when I met Sheikh Albani, Rahimullah, there in Amman, in Jordan, he himself presented to me this book al adabul mufrad and he divided it into two parts one sahih al adabul mufrad and second one da'if al adabul mufrad what you going to say you must take that book of da'if al adabul mufrad and throw it away like this crazy nutcases in the salafi say no hasha wa kalla never ever so same thing with hazrat sheikh hazrat maulana muhammad zakaria sheikh al-hadith nawarullah marqadahu many ahadith in his fadail works are weak we accept it but weak in fadail will be accepted modu fabricated spurious hadiths are totally rejected so we have mullah khatir you understand ibrahim khalilullah great scholar of hadith in madina munawara he wrote a whole book on this the salafis make a mistake khuturatu taswiyatil hadithul mawdu bil hadith al-du'if that's a very strange the very very dangerous way of looking at things you take hadith al-du'if and then you take hadith al-mawdu fabricated and weak hadith and then you put them in the same category so that is unacceptable
respectable, you must remember. And that's what they do, the Salafis. So nevertheless, we say, read the dua anytime now in Rajab and Shaban. Allahumma barik dana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa balikna Ramadan. So let's just start with the second one, Sha'abana, no difference of opinion. Wabalirna Ramadana, no difference of opinion. Now the beginning. Allahumma barik lana fi rajaba or rajabin. So see I translate for you. Allahumma barik lana fi rajaba. Oh Allah grant us baraka blessing in this Rajab, this month of Rajab. Allahumma barik lana fi rajabin. Ya Allah grant us baraka in any one of the Rajab, this year, next year, following year, whatever it is. Both is permissible, but if you want to know which is afsah and which is more eloquent and so forth, so then is Rajaba. Our Ustad, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab, is a linguist par excellence, Arabic, Urdu, Farsi, and so forth. So these are the type of discussions we have. I told him, Hazrat, but I see in this kitab, that kitab is Rajabin. He says, see, I made tahqiq on this, go see this kitab, that kitab, and so forth. The summary of it is this. You need to know some rudiment grammar and, you know, Arabic grammar. He says Rajaba is Ghair Munsarif and meaning there is Ism and Adal involved. So therefore Rajaba. Some ulama say no Rajabin. So both is permissible but better will be to say Rajaba. You're getting confused or your fuses are getting blown so just say Allah just stop everywhere. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa balighna Ramadan So all acceptable. Don't make issues out of tissues and tissues out of issues. This all academic discussion for the students and ulama and people who want to become linguists and so forth. So just read it and it's all fine. al wasiun that these are flexible issues inshallah Aziz. So that is what our message will be. Mufti Sahib, we say, MashaAllah, as Qari Naeem, Sheikh Sahib and Apa have been blessed with a beautiful baby girl, Mufti Sahib. They've been going through difficulties, but today they've got a beautiful baby girl, Mufti Sahib. It's their first child, I think, Hafsa. Gee, I, I, I think so, Mufti Sahib. You're not keeping out. No. <laughs> MashaAllah, I think it's their first baby after 20 years or 18 years or so forth. The last time I met him, so they were speaking about it. Allah Jalla Wala, what you said, baby girl? MashaAllah, so Quran Sharif speaks about this. You must remember in Surah 42, Surah to Shura, verses 49, verse 50. Allah Ta'ala mentions a daughter first. If the first baby is a girl, baby girl, Allah Ta'ala special favor is on that family there. Inna Allah al inas ala zukur. Allah Jalla Allah has given preference to a daughter who the Arabs hated, like you see in India and some Arab places and some countries. They hate it when a daughter is born. Islam says, no, when the daughter is born, Allah's special mercy is for you. Our dua is for Qari Naeem and his wife, mashallah, they become parents. Allah maj'alha taqiyyatan salihatan qurrata a'yun lil walidain wa lil ajdad. Allah ta'ala make pious, next, salih, coolness of the eyes for the parents, grand 
parents and Allah Allah accept her inshallah for the khidmat of deen and the service of deen throughout the world Allah mafakkiha fid deen wa habiba ila nas Allah ta'ala make her understand this deen of Islam profoundly and make her beloved to the people so these are the type of du'as we make when a baby boy baby girl is born mashallah la quwwata illa billah which was the first Qibla and when was the change of the, the Qibla changed to the Baytullah or the Ka'batullah? So you must remember when Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu was in Makkah Mukarramah, then he used to face the Baytullah and Majlul Aqsa because from all four sides you can read Salat. And when the Master والسلام, migrated to Medina Munawwara, the Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, and you find that for 16 to 17 months, you must remember, they face Al-Majjidul Aqsa. That is why Majjidul Aqsa in Jerusalem, Baytul Maqdis, Baytul Muqaddas, is known as Al-Qiblatul Ula, is known as Laylatul Isra wal Mi'raj, is known as Salisul Haramain Sharifain. So the first Qibla, Al-Qiblatul Ula, for this reason I just mentioned now and it is called uh, Ardul Isra wal Mi'raj the land of Isra and Mi'raj I just explained to you the miraculous nocturnal journey took place of the Master Islam from Makkah to Majlul Aqsa Isra and from there the Mi'raj took place to the seven heavens and beyond so a Mi'raj and then Salisul Haramain Sharifain the third most important place remember for us Muslims these Jutlas Harami terrorists got no claim on Jerusalem on any one inch remember or Palestine for that matter they squatters the invaders the terrorists and the whole world can see it then in the second year of the Hijrah on the 15th of Shaban Laylatul Nisfim in Shaban so on the 15th of Shaban Allah Jalla Wala revealed the verse فَوَلِّ وَجْهَكَ شَطْرَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ O Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam you turn your countenance Mubarak your chehrai Anwar you Ya Rasulullah you turn your face towards the Baytullah chapter 2 Surah Baqarah and verse number 144 so they started when they went for Hijrah and the next year and it was in Shaban Mad Shaban and then the Tahweel Qibla the Qibla change and if you go today to Medina Munawwara you will find a masjid they call Masjid Qiblatain so when we went first time 74 with the help of Allah they used to have two mihrabs two niche people are simple you know they just see something they start face some people are facing Baytullah some people are facing Baytul Muqaddas Baytul Maqdis then the Saudi regime they close that thing up but if you look on top you will see a musalla there to show you that that opposite direction southern direction from Medina is Qibla and northern direction is Majidul Aqsa so that musalla on top there half the people don't even see it so when we take them for ziyarat we show them so that is to show and signify that initially that was the Qibla Mubaraka and that is you must remember Al Majidul Aqsa Baytul Maqdis Baytul Muqaddas Mufti Sahib, if one has many copies,
Qadha fast, which are the best days to keep the Qadha fast? Remember that some people now in, in Shaban and Rajab and Shaban want to keep Monday fast, Thursday fast, 13, 14, 15, some want to keep 16. All that is good, but remember, leave all that fast. All, all you leave. First, you must worry about your Qadha fast. You ladies, you were pregnant, you were breastfeeding, you were in your haze, you were in your nifas, you were breastfeeding, and in your postnatal. How many hundred fasts you got? How many fifty fasts you got? You, the man, you were in Musafir traveling, you were sick, you were lazy, and you didn't fast, so Qadha is compulsory. Allah will never ask me and you why you never read the Nafil Salat or the Sunnah Tagheer Mu'akkadah Salat and so forth, or fasting. You know that he won't ask. But the Qadha Salat that Allah will ask, Hadith in Tirmidhi, the first thing after your Iman Islam that you'll be questioned about is remember your Salat. So that is why we need to lead a life of Al-Aham Fal-Aham. We need to reprioritize what is compulsory, what is the most important. Same thing you apply in Siyam and Rosa and fasting. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Throughout the world, Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawah, Majlul Aqsa, Palestine, everywhere, Mauritius, Hamans Kral. If you don't like a Hamans Kral, then call it a Hamas Kral. There the Jutlas, Haramis are seeing Hamas in their dreams also. And they're wondering how can the South African, such a small nation, take us on with the Israelis, with the Americans, we got Western power, and you humiliated us in the international forum and so forth. Such a humiliation, the Jutlas, Haramis, will never ever forget and it's a game changer as far as the true politics go on be that as it may and I told you that the ANC snubbed them you must remember for the that bash they had they never invited the South African board of Jewish deputies or whatever hell they call themselves you understand we're not interested in all their complaints and whatever else so the point I'm making you must remember is this that we should understand that you know that Almighty Allah gave us this deen of Islam and we present it to everybody, mashallah, so we got nothing to hide and so forth. We say Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib. This evening's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. It's already 2035. It's time for the Isha Azan for the Durban region and for Johannesburg on the airwaves of Markaz Sahaba Online, Voice of the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. You'll be listening to the Isha Azan at 9 p.m. We'll be back with you shortly. You're listening to Markaz Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to this evening's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies and yes, the number is 084-786-3132 and we welcome all those that are listening to this uh, this evening's program belonging to other faiths as well you're most welcome to send in your questions international listeners plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two once again we invite you those that belong to other faiths you're most welcome to send in your questions for this evening's Q&A program of this time we go to Surah Al-Ahzab Surah number 33 Ayah number 33 as well please uh, translate the ending Ayah of Ayah 33 until the end of Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Before we do that, just few clarifications. 
when we started our career in media, so 23 years ago, now we're starting 24th year with the help and mercy of Allah. So what we decided so that the programs don't get disrupted, Zohar Azan will be 1 o'clock throughout the year. Isha Azan will be 9 o'clock throughout the year. So it doesn't mean that Isha starts at 9 o'clock. Yeah, by us, half past eight is Azan and quarter to nine is Salat. Some places, 20 to nine also is Salat and so forth. So we should take cognizance of that as well. Second one, you know, sometimes these Arabs, they don't worry too much about their grammar and so forth. The person making the dua now, very good, powerful dua, but from strict Arabic point is wrong while he's saying it. He's saying, Allah maharrir al-masjidil aqsa. What a kasra, what a zair, that's wrong. Allah maharrir al-masjidil aqsa is maful that. So remember, we must be meticulous. But the Arabs, mashallah, they just make you understand, they such halat and all that. So anyway, it's just a point there. And quickly, somebody just sent this to me. I read it and I forgot about it. So remember, a masail, that's Houthis. They're doing very well, the Houthis. You must give the Jutlas and the Americans and British a good threshing. We're making dua for you. But you still remain Kufar and Shias. A missile struck a U.S.-owned cargo ship off the coast of Yemen on Monday. That's today. A British security agency and maritime risk company said a day after Houthis fired a cruise missile at an American destroyer. A fire broke out on board the Marshall Island flag, U.S. owned bulk carrier. So they say it still remains seaworthy. But can we really believe what they say? That's another question to remember as well. So, inshallah, so what was your question of his wadi now? Jim of Tisab, Surah 33, Surah Al Ahzab, Ayah number 33, the translation of Inma Yuridullahu Liyudhiba An Kumurisa. To understand Quran, Tafsir, and the exegesis and commentary of the noble Quran, you can't just take one verse in the middle and then do that. That's what the Kufar, Shias, and the Orientalists and the enemies of Islam do. You must look at the Siyak and the Sabak. You must look at the text and the context and then to get the great message. We, the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, say that who are the Ahlul Bayt? We say first and foremost, Ahlul Bayt means the wives, the honorable wives of Mustafa, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So why do we say that? Go and study Surah 33, verse 33, and see what Almighty Allah Himself states. So Almighty Allah states, وَقَرْنَ فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ And you, the honorable wives of the Master Ali, and before that, you look at it, chapter 33, verse 32, يَا نِسَاءَ النَّبِي لَسْتُنَّ كَهَدٍ مِّنَ النِّسَاءِ Oh, you, the honorable wives of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you are not like any other lady. Your rank, your status is so exalted and superior, nobody can marry you after the demise of the Master Ali, Salatu Salam, because you are the mother of this Ummah, wa azwajuhu ummahatuhum, chapter 33, verse 5. Now you come to chapter 33, verse 33. وَقَرْنَ فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ Stay glued in your homes. وَلَا تَبَرَّجْنَ تَبَرُّجَ الْجَاهِلِيَةِ الْأُولَى And when you have to go out, do not expose any beauty. And you must establish salat, you must pay your zakat, be obedient to Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So that is mentioned there. Then go to chapter 33 verse 34. وَذْكُرُنَّ Again Allah is addressing them, the honorable wives. So how can you say that the honorable 
Ahlul wives of Nabi alayhi salam are excluded from the Ahlul Bayt like the Kuffar Shia says. Shia say Ahlul Bayt is only refers to five individuals and you find some of our Sunnis also because they don't understand. You know, just follow the Pied Piper and carry on. So Ahl Bayt is mentioned three times in the Quran and always it includes the ladies and so forth. And here also, first and foremost, if you know Arabic, you know the usul and principle of exegesis and tafsir. So the misdake overly. So the first people it will allude and refer to Azwajun Nabi al Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam are the honorable wives of the Nabi alayhi salam. But the Shias kufar have hatred for Sayyida Aisha, Sayyida Hafsa. They say the non-Muslims Allah forbid they curse them and curse their fathers. Sayyida Abu Bakr, Sayyida Umar radiallahu anhuma. Therefore we rule Shias a pakka kafir la'natullahi alayhim. And you must remember they say that it refers to Punchton Park. Punchton Park that Ahlul Bayt refers to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anha, Sayyidina Hassan, Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu anha. So remember they exclude all the other daughters, they exclude all the children, the grandchildren of Nabi alayhi salatu wasallam, Nabi alayhi salam, sons of their Qasim and Abdullah and so forth. So all that are excluded, you must remember. So therefore we reject with the contempt it deserves. So Allah is saying for all, Innama yuridullah, Almighty Allah is passing the verdict and Allah Ta'ala has decreed to remove from you any impurity and so forth. Ahl al-Bayt, Ya Ahl al-Bayt. Oh you, the household of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, therefore we take the name and we say Azwaj Mutahharat, we say Zoja Mutahara. So all these things here, we reject what the Shia say their contempt for the Sahaba is well known. Go just read the books of Khomeini and, Maj- Maj- and Baqir Majlisi and all the shaitans and see what they write about Sahaba. Any person who attacks Sayyidina Abu Bakr, criticizes Sayyidina Umar, castigates Sayyidina Usman, and curses Mother Aisha and Mother Hafsa radiallahu anhum, I have the Quran in my hand. Wallahi, the out of the fall of Islam. And Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, in Tirmidhi, when you see those people swearing, cursing, castigating my companions, what and abusing them for kulu, then you must say, that Allah's curse is upon you for the evil you are perpetrating and committing. Those scholars for dollars who can't even make public statements regarding Shias to read Salat behind them is not permissible. They are people who are fence sitters and once you sit on the fence you are committing a major offense maybe they're getting money from the Shias or the sympathizers of the Shias so what you want to read Salat behind them and invite them and so forth let them go and join the ANC rally and all that waste our time is it true that uh, Abu Qurira had narrated the most number of ahadith 
Yes, 100%. We got ijma on that and consensus on that. Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa made special dua for him. When he embraced Islam, you must remember, after the Battle of Khaybar in the seventh year, then he says himself, my brothers, the Ansar Muhajirin were busy in their business. I used to stay there in the masjid. And in Ashab Sufa, we were there. The numbers used to fluctuate, but Abu Huraira was the most famous. And day and night he was learning ahadith. 5,374 ahadith he reported and narrated and the Shia say he's a non-Muslim in Medina University there's a great book written there Ad-Difa and Abi Huraira you must read that and many other ulama have written about him among the honorable ladies our mother Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha is the greatest Sheikha al-Hadith 2,210 ahadith so imagine the Kufar Shia they say both Allah forbid Allah forbid Nakal kufr Kufr nabashid Nakdul kufri Laysa bikafirin They say Sayyidah Aisha Is out of the fold Allah forbid They say Sayyidah Abu Huraira Radiallahu Is out of the fold And if you ask them How many hadiths You got You must remember that Then you will see So you must remember That concocted Fabricated things They will come with So therefore Remember That is our Unanimous belief And accept it That Sayyidah Abu Huraira Was the greatest Sheikh al-Hadith of this Ummah and among the men, the most he reported in women, Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha reported the most. What's the latest news from Saudi? The latest news from Saudi is their job is that they worship the Americans and they worship the West more than they will do about Islam. So if you ask them, they will tell you we're busy with Ni'om, we are busy with Ullah, we are busy building our fantasy city and so forth and so on. The places where Mustafa Sallallahu cursed and said that you must not go there and if you go there, you must go there barking, you must be crying. They want to turn all these places into a tourist place. You see in Masjid Nabawi, that minister of India, she came there, that female and so forth and so on desecrating our holy places but does MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan, he's not interested in Islam and so forth everything anti-Islam he will do. Make more cinemas in Medina Munawara, make more bikini beaches in Jeddah, call for more, you understand, these kind things you must remember, that rave shows and musical shows now rugby has started the Saudi that Arab news carried the article that the women Arab women are gyrating their posteriors and their backsides if you don't understand posterior that and that's exactly what Nabi alayhi salam said they're playing rugby you understand very soon they'll be doing the haka like the all blacks and all these type of things there. So these are the shaitani activities, you must remember, promoted by the Ali Saud and especially him, MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan. And you Salafi scholars collecting money, you should hang your heads in shame, you haramis. Take haram money and he seals your mouth for you. Okay, what answer you will give to Allah Ta'ala tomorrow? That you, you subverted the whole Islam and you come tell me this man, I challenge any any Salafi in any part of the world you want to come and speak in Arabic you want to speak English, you want to speak Afrikaans, you want to speak Mehman, Gujarati any language will take you on live on the radio if the topic is MBS, whether he's Muslim or whether he's Murtad, 100% Murtad he is Mufti Sahib is Hussal Ford after capping 
Remember, ghusl is not compulsory, but it's good from a hygienic point of view. Cupping is something is encouraged in Islam, and especially on the 17th of the Islamic lunar month, on the 19th, on the 21st, when Habibuna Rasulullah went for the miraculous nocturnal journey. Every sky, the Master, passed and transversed and so forth. So we find that the angel said, Mur. Mur is commandment, command. Ummataka, your international global followers, Ya Rasulullah, Bil Hijama, that remember that cupping must take place and so forth. So it's a Sunnah and Nabawiya. Men must go to men, women to women, and that is what Islam teaches. Not the women start doing hijama cupping for men. There'll be such a long queue there, you know, she'll be busy day and night. And not that the men start doing cupping for the women and all that. He'll say, open the back, open the front, open here open year by the time they finish you understand a lot of haram things will be going so men to men and women to women so these are issues we must understand properly Mufti Sahib what is the what is the easiest way to uh, to make up for the Qada Salah for the Miss Salah so you must have willpower you got day and night to make qaza the only times you can't make qaza are three times sunrise time you can't make before fajr after fajr you can make when this istiwa ushams that means when the sun is at the zenith so for example nowadays you say 12.15 12.17 12.18 so is the sun is at the zenith so that two three let's say between 12.15 12.20 you can't read so yeah by us and then before that after that you can read so it shows you must remember that so all so much time you got the whole night you got and after that when sunset you must remember while Ghurub Shams is taking place you can't read and 15 minutes or so 10-15 minutes before that you can't read Qadha Salat that day's Asr you must read but Qadha Salat you should not be reading just before sunset and in the time of sunset beside that you got enough time so Fajr you read two Rakat Zohar you read four Asr you read four Maghrib you read three and Isha you read four and Hanafis only say you must make Qadha of Witr. Only Hanafis say that as well. Shafi'is, Hanbalis, Malikis, there's no Qadha of Witr Salat, meaning it's not compulsory. So anyway, but you must make Tawbah also. Qadha alone is not sufficient. You must make Tawbah, Ya Allah. The Wa'id is so severe. When a person misses one one Salat, we must hundred hundred Salat. Ma salakakum fi saqar. What made you walk straight into Jahannam and the hellfire? First thing they will say, Qalu lam nakum muswalleen. That we never read Salat. So therefore from today, from now, Isha time, make this ahad, this pledge, this covenant, and promise Allah, Jalla wa Allah, Ya Allah, inshaAllah, with your grace, your mercy, I will never miss a salat, la hadaran wa la safaran, no while I'm at home and no whilst I'm traveling. And inshaAllah, if you cry to Allah, Allah will make means for you. How many times it happened in my life, you understand? One day we got this, uh, actually I went free of charge, his brother was with me in school in William Hills, Pinoni. So he and some Arab guy, they got some partnership, but that airline passed away also. So we went from here, you must remember, to Bujumbura, Burundi. And from there we went to Jeddah and so forth and so. So I was sitting in the plane and I'm thinking we have to read Salat. So this guy came, tall guy. 
And they speak French there, but they spoke English. He said, you want to pray Salat? I said, yes. He said, come here. So he took me and said, yeah, on the tarmac you read Salat. So if we want to, Allah will make the ways. How many times on the Emirates normally, but now I no more travel. So because this Haramis, they make peace with Israel and that. So my heart don't agree. I must travel. I feel ashamed. So you must remember that. So with they say, yeah, 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 yeah. Come, we'll show you where you must pray. And you must pray for us. One, two times, this men, they told me in the plane, come, come, we also will pray with you. Whether they had huzu or not, I don't know. You'll understand. Because they're so busy. I wonder if they even know when they got wuzu or not. You see, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, yeah. I'll make Imam Juri behind me. So you must remember that. So that is many times these kind of things happen. So we must have that willpower and beg Almighty Allah for tawfiq, for divine guidance, and Allah will help us with His mercy and grace. If a person recites a thousand durood every Friday, is it true that he will not leave this world until he sees his face in Jannah? Is this a sahih hadith? Remember, as I told you just now, that you get so many ahadiths and they are not sahih, they're not authentic, but you can't reject it also totally and say no. That like the Salafis do. We say this hadith is hadith adwa'if, is a weak hadith. But remember the muhaddisin, they have accepted weak ahadiths in Fadail. Hazrat Sheikh Nawalullah Marqada wrote a whole book which I still have by me, Fadail Durood Sharif and so forth. And then in there you must remember you will find all this type of hadith. But the hadith is weak. But if you read it, inshallah, then there will be khairat and barakat and goodness, inshallah. This person says that he was present at the nikah and this particular brother was marrying a second wife and at the end the Molana announced that those that are present must not announce the, the wedding or the nikah and must not say where it took place. Mufti Sab's comment. So let us use this as a case study. So this guy here, he took a second wife and he went to the Molana and he put thousand rand, two thousand rand in his pocket. He said, Molviji, you must perform my nikah. So Molvi said, right. But we will tell the people they mustn't announce that you got a second wife. You're taking a spare wheel. Now what nonsense is that? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, A'alinun nikah, announce the nikah. So people must know who is married and who is not married. And wajaluhu fil masajid. And perform the nikah in the masjid. In Pakistan and a lot of areas, you understand, you will find that they perform the nikah at home. Permissible, but not desirable. Desirable and sunnah and mustahab is the nikah should be performed inside the masjid. And that is what Sharia is teaching. The Mawlana also needs a good uh, hiding and that person also needs a good hiding. Who are you fooling? You want to keep it away from your first wife. There are 20 people there, 50 people. You tell them, don't tell people where the nikah took place, which Molana performed and so forth and so on. So already we are announcing, but I take your name, Molana. So and which masjid? Dance all the proper dance. So you must remember these type of things. Yeah, so absolutely haram to do all this. All these hit and run and spare wheel business in Islam is haram. You must remember that. You want to take second wife, third wife, fourth wife is not carte blanche and unconditional. Quran Sharif says, Surah 4, verse number 3. Just now I told it, Mawlana is who's who will break. So for in khiftum Allah ta'dilu fawahida. If you fear that 
that remember that you don't do justice and you can't do justice then remember one wife only so all what's happening today you put 100 Muslim husbands any part of the world and 80% 70% are not doing justice remember that and that's a kabira a major major sin so that is how Islam teaches not only we practice Islam selectively and we just go and practice on our impulse and on our warmth fancies and desires that's not permissible we see Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib. This evening's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies on the airwaves of Marqa Sahaba Online Voice of the Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. You will be listening to the Isha Azan. We'll continue thereafter.